side of Losing Roots. Interview with Luke Sinclair out of the uh, great old country band from Australia, raised by Eagles. When I heard about you, I was yeah, we talk about the new album Diamonds in the Bloodstream. The songwriting and uh, getting your uh, band together in the land of Oz. Before you fell through Before something shook the gold out of you There's so much space to fill When you live in between the lines To talk about your new album, it's a, it's a great thing uh, Diamonds in the Bloodstream, uh, which I've been listening to today actually for about four, fourth time um, Thanks, Salty. I've been listening to your show a bit lately too, and it's a bloody brilliant show. Oh, thanks very much. It's a bit of blues root and old blues roots and old country, so it uh, it takes a bit of a tour. Um, yeah. I always get tagged with blues, but it's never been totally blues. But uh, not that I don't, I don't mind the blues, but um, there's always a lot of old country in there too. Yeah, well, um, everything I've heard, is, it's been an education already, listening to that show, some great songs that you, you've been playing on there that I haven't heard yet or before, fantastic. so it's, it's been fantastic, yeah. So thanks for um, thanks for, for letting us be part of it. Yeah, no, look, I appreciate it, and um, I've sort of uh, I've heard your name around, I, I don't get around to all the old country gigs or any of them, but um, you've got some, uh, some good pedigree there, some great players playing with you. And this album's a, a, a fantastic piece of work, on the, for sure. Um, well, but, thanks. Let's t- take, me, take me back, uh, Luke, to where it started. Uh, how did this band get together and uh, what was it trying to do? Uh, well, well uh, I, uh, I've been in various bands sort of throughout, you know, um, my relatively short musical career, I guess. It's, I've been been playing gigs for about 10 years and... Um, and um, when one band sort of ended, I, I still had a lot of songs rattling around in my guitar case that I wanted to um, that I wanted to record. And, and my wife's a musician as well, and she um, she sort of prompted me to to put a band together so that I could get that done. And and so I, I just sort of started looking for some players that that I wanted to to work with. And I knew I knew of Nick O'Mara, who I'd worked with. Um, from previous band, so I was well aware of his his guitar sublime guitar chops. So I sort of snaffled him pretty quickly, and yeah. and I found I found the other guys, you know, through through other bands that I'd I'd known, and um and put it together, and and we we did a gig um in support of my wife's band, and as as Luke Sinclair, I think it was then. It wasn't wasn't we didn't even really have the name, and then um. You know that was a bit of a train train wreck that gig, but um, we really we really enjoyed playing together, and and so we went pretty much straight into the studio and thought well, let's just record them, and and that's kind of where we learned to play well together as a band in the yeah. studio, sort of recording that first album, and came up with the name because um, we had a couple of gigs booked, so I thought we'd better have a name, and and uh, and and it it stuck. As these things kind of do, it wasn't. It was really. I wasn't really prepared for, for the name, um, but um, nevertheless, it stuck in. Um, 
and you know and so here we are that that album we released that album and it went really well and um and and you know we got a lot of gigs off the back of that and and you know it's just been rolling along really well ever since and, and so we've done another one and, and here it is yeah yeah look and uh, that first album uh, got you some nominations for the age music awards that's right yeah that was really unexpected too in fact that email to say that we'd been nominated went straight to my spam box <laughs> so <laughs> i didn't i didn't even know about it and i got a phone call from a from a mate who was nominated dan dan waters who actually won it um rang up and said Look, where are you where are you guys like you've been being nominated here and um you know your name's being read out and i was i almost bloody fell off my, my chair and i looked at the clock and it was just too late so i was pretty pretty upset about that and um i looked in my, my wife said have a look in your spam in your junk mail folder because that can happen and i did and yeah. sure enough there it was the nomination the invitation and everything Wipe the sleep from your eyes I'm at your doorstep again Standing at the bar, standing in line Check my pockets and Yeah, we're talking about that Luke Sinclair from Raised by Eagles. Looking for something now. Playing some tracks of uh, their new album. Last drinks, last call while I'm waiting for a sign. Uh, this track's uh, just called Day Doorstep. The album Diamonds the in the Bloodstream. Hey, it opened the door and you just let me in. Wipe the sleep from your eyes. I'm at your doorstep again. So that, you know, but still, it was very nice to be nominated and recognised. We were stoked. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, well, the fantastic stuff. I mean, I missed an interview with John Mayle. Um, a few weeks ago from the same reason but there you go wow. yeah, and um, yeah look what's interesting uh, old country I mean you call it old country Americana yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I had dropped a term called Ozicana but I've dropped it it was so bad Ozicana Ozicana yeah as good as any other as good as any other sort of you know label I guess I, I mean yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not really sure what the shift has been, it was alt country for, for years and now all of a sudden it seems to be um, Americana and, and you know, I, I think we just play country rock and roll and, and um, I mean, I, I don't know, what was it called when Tom Petty was doing it, you know, and, and I guess, you know, all those albums by Doug Sam back in the 70s and all that, that stuff was kind of alt old country but nobody really knew yeah you know, we just knew that back then it was just it was just yeah it was just you know american country rock and roll so yeah uh, i'm not sure those, those all those labels can 
confuse me. Salty, I never know. I never know what what any of them mean, really. But but you know, I know that um, everything that comes under those labels is the kind of music that I love. So so I'm happy to be associated with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, you can't describe it, but you know it when you hear it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Which is the hard part to describe to someone else. But I mean, uh, yours. I mean, that used to be just called good songwriting or pop. Or, yeah. uh, or, or country, country blues, or country, country something. I don't know, but um, it's sort of. I mean, the sound you go for on this album. Let's, let's take it, take me through some of those. I mean, the first um, track that leads off there, falling through, which is the first track I played on the show from this album. Oh, um, thank you. Got some great, uh, great. Uh, uh, what struck me was the uh, the, t- the tenor of the guitars. Does that make sense? And, yeah, uh, and, and a, ro- ro- a rolling sort of bass and, and drum beat that kicks in sets the whole scene, and a lot, mm. of, your, a lot of your songs do that. And uh, is that a songwriting thing for you, or is it just a studio thing that you sort of work on? How do you get that sound? Uh, I think it's just been a natural sort of progression, salty. Like we, I've always had a tendency to start off with an acoustic guitar, you know, and then bring everything else in. Um, yeah. over the top of that and, and, and it's something that we've sort of discussed recently and trying to trying to vary things up a bit because we've realised that we do that nearly <laughs> on on most songs, you know um, and and it tends to work really well. I mean, I, I've always liked to sort of ease into um, a track at, that way and and um, certainly with, with Falling Through it was intentional and it's, I, I really love when the, when the Drums and bass come in um, over the top of an acoustic guitar, you know, and and um, and and you know, sort of give it that lift and and with that song, you know, definitely keep. I've always loved songs with plenty of space in them, you know, and um, um, and not too much going on. I find that you know, the more the more going on in a track, the less the less you kind of hear. So. Yeah. Um, I guess it's that that less is more, you know, cliche that that we we've always sort of um, worked towards. There's only four of us in the band, and, and so we just do what we can um, with with four instruments, you know, and four guys. And I've sort of made a real conscious decision to to keep it that way and not introduce keys or anything like that. We just want to be able to sort of do what we do in the studio and 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 do the same thing live so there's not this huge gap between between the record what you hear when you when you put the record on and what you what you hear when you come and see us live you know i think that's important yeah true um do you find there's a tendency to want to play louder when you're playing live uh definitely uh, i mean you know we, we're getting better dynamically as a band we used to we used to you know we use i mean I, I play an acoustic guitar and so um when nick's playing electric guitars if he's up, if he turns right up and then the drums go up and you find that everything goes up and you sort of lose a bit of the dynamics you know so we sort of learnt to to um to rein ourselves in a bit and, and and control that um as we've sort of you know gotten better as a band and you know you want to leave plenty of room you know, you want to leave yourself somewhere to go when you start playing a song yeah. um, that has peaks and troughs, you know, and, and a lot of our songs do, as you were saying before. So, we, we you know, dynamics is, is, is really important when you're trying to sort of 
um, play live, and and so that's something that we've been trying to you know really work towards as a band and, and get get all that stuff right. Because when so much space to fill when you live in between the lines, you are always so hard to reach. And you do, you know, you really, you can really see the difference in, in your audience's reaction, and and um, yeah, you know, I think that's important too, and something that we we certainly strive in for. Yeah. Now, now tell me who's in the band. You got yourself, um, Nico yep. Mara. I think we have Shane Mara. He he is. He's they're cousins, and um, they haven't really done a lot of work together until just recently. Um, and, and because you know we've we've sort of um, we're doing okay at the moment, and, and we've started to cross paths a lot more often. So, so yeah. those two are um, have have been working on a few projects together lately. Lucinda Williams um, tributes and and stuff like that. So it's been great to see those two connect um, that way. Because they're both great guitarists, so I just don't think they've they've really taken the time to 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 work together. But now, as as we sort of started to see each other a lot more, then you know those things are bound to happen. So that's been great. Nick Nick's put a couple of songs on this on this latest album as well, um, which has been good to share a bit of the, the songwriting. You know, duties with Nick is a good he's a really good um, singer songwriter in his own right. So so you know. Basically, whenever there's a good song um, floating around, we we plan to record it. So, so yep. yeah, there's there's myself, there's Nico Mara, there's Johnny Gibson who's on the drums, um, who I met through Van Walker. I'm not sure if you've heard of Van Walker. He's a great Melbourne singer songwriter as well. Yeah. No, a huge fan of Van. I've interviewed him yeah. um, a few years back. Um, yeah. And, and and I love the Liz Livingston Daisies too. <laughs> oh, they're fantastic. <laughs> Nearly everything Van does is. is Solid gold, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. that's how um, I met Johnny through Van. I played bass on on um, one of Van Walker's albums, "Greetings yeah. from Penguin, Tasmania." Yeah, and right. Johnny was Johnny was playing drums on that album, and so we've sort of been mates ever since. And um, and Luke Richardson, I, I met through a friend's band, the Stetson Family, who you might have heard of as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, bluegrass Melbourne band, and, and uh, he he was a great. He is a great double bass player, so I, I sort of pinched him from from yeah. there. He still plays with them, but um, he plays with us as well. Fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Now, um, you've, you've also got uh, guesting on this album, uh, uh, Van Walker, and uh, I guess I could say your wife Tracy McNeil. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, and Liz <laughs> Stringer. We, we got Liz Stringer in on it as well. Who, yeah, Liz Stringer as well. Very yeah, excited and, about. And uh, Jacqueline Tonk. So, so. Is there a bit of a um, subculture of this um, <laughs> country uh, crowd that's sort of like? Uh... Uh, yeah, well, we're a very close knit bunch, really. But we've we're we're concocting a bit of a formula. It seems yeah. salty because we we used exactly the same um, people on on our first album, and I mean Van and Liz have always been really they're good friends and have always been really supportive and very encouraging of of, of me personally and my songwriting before I was really doing it seriously and, and yeah. they all you know because we always used to play songs around the the fire out the backyard and, and at house parties and all that and, and you know they've always really encouraged me to, to do something you know bigger 
And so I, I feel like I've got a, a lot to thank them for. And, and so whenever we record, I, I certainly have loved to sort of get them on the record, you know, um, just for nostalgic reasons and because they're both amazing singers and songwriters too. And yeah. Tracy, Tracy McNeil, obviously, the same deal. I, I just got lucky enough to, to be able to marry her as well. So... <laughs> Well, you so, should, um, should lock, lock in your collaborators. That's, what that's, that's right. Oh, look, if I could, I'd marry them all. But it's yeah. Not, you know. Yeah, not this year. Now, look, <laughs> the, the songwriting on all of it um, is all personal. Um, yeah. From what I can gather. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to look at which ones you wrote, which ones Nick wrote. But they're all personal stories. Um, uh, are they things that actually happen, or do you envisage stories like I, I speak to Jeff playing others like that and he'll often say no I read something in the paper so I sort of created a story as if I was there yeah um, well I mean I've certainly done that as well um but but generally I write from things that I've been through the, the two songs on the album that Nick um wrote were um Doorstep and uh Honey and Honey yeah. was one of the first singles that we released along with Jackie but um, yeah, so Nick did those two songs, and and the rest are mine. And um, and I can't really speak for Nick, but I know that um, you know, the, the ones that I put on there are certainly things that you know I've been through in some form or another throughout some stage of of um my life. But that you know, it's not necessarily what's happening now. Um, and um, you know, I just find it. I know. You know, I have written. I've written songs that um, I have made up, sort of in the same, along the same lines that Jeff mentioned, where you'd hear about something, or, or more likely for me, I'd I'd see a character in the street, or even in a, in an audience, or something like that, and and sort of guess guess at their life story, and maybe write from that their perspective or about them from my perspective. So I've done that a few times, but. Um, on this album, it's pretty much you know personal experiences that you that you mix in with a bit of poetic license and 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 um, you change the time and you change the place. Yeah. But, but the information's usually from um, from something I've been through, you know. When the light comes through your window. Yeah, on Sully Dog Blues and Roots, we're talking with Luke Sinclair from Raised by Eagles. Listen to a track. This one's Honey. It's their new album. Diamonds in the Bloodstream. Get me on the phone I'll be there right on time. Oh, honey, let me take you there. Do you think it's um, more observation, or, or do you also focus on sort of values and um, uh, some, um, um, you know, some universal morals? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a blend of all of those things, really. I mean, um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think. Do you mean? Um, oh no, sort of, I got a question. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I, I definitely. I mean, I think. Um, I try and give the characters in in the stories um, morals and values, or come from a, a point of view um, where the characters have sort of, um, you know high morals and values but I'm not sure if that's just something that uh, I'm not really aware of it I don't do it you know it's not something I'm aware of when I'm writing it but but it probably just you know happens naturally yeah yeah look it's interesting I often ask that question to different people I get different answers Um, um, you know someone like Robin Ford um, uh, he's a bit of a Buddhist so you know, it's always hunting for simplicity, and you know, like it's, it's, a, it's an interesting sort of thing that some people lean towards their sort of values come out in the stories they tell. But yeah, um, I guess I'm I guess I'm very nostalgic by nature, and um, very nostalgic, and 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 I've always been drawn to, you know, the romance in in a story, um, for better or for worse, and I, and I, I think you know. I'm a bit like that, and so naturally, that's what songs. That's that's naturally sort of what where the songs are coming from as well, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, that makes perfect sense. And um, you've got any favourites on this album? That's a terrible, uh, difficult uh, thing to answer. But uh, you yeah. leave that falling through, which I really like. That's a great song. Um, yeah, thanks. You know, is, is that the sort of favourite? Although you did release others as singles. Yeah. Um, it's it is a tough question, but I do I do have favourites. They tend to move around a bit, but really, I think falling through is probably you know um, definitely a favourite um, for some you know very personal reasons. But also, I, I love the way it sounds. You know, especially when. When the um, when the bass and the drums come in, I love Nick's guitar solo on it. I mean, that's the kind of song that I would love to listen to if I was driving or something like that, you know. So, and it's not often I can put on a song that we've re- recorded and enjoy just listening to it as a song, you know, outside of the song. And that that's one of those songs where I can actually do that. Um, so. You know, that, I love that song, and I and I love um, Sugar Cane as well. But I also love Jackie. I mean, I love this album, so it's pretty yeah. hard. Yeah. It's pretty hard to pin down any tracks. But I guess, I guess the ones that are most dear to me are um, probably the first three. You know, um, Falling Through, Jackie, and Sugar Cane, and that's probably why they ended up in that order. <laughs> and then, which one has got the line about uh, dropping cigarettes uh, butts down the drain? I could see myself in that a bit, but um, was that was that which song was that off? Ah, uh, Sugar Cane. Ah, uh, yeah, I really like that one too. So uh, yeah. before I heard it, um, not thanks. Not yeah, song. I love that song too. Bad habits of mine in the past, but I won't mention that. Well, yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. I, I mean, um, you know, I wrote that from a, from the perspective of um, I'm a, myself in the past. It's certainly something I've done a lot of in the past. Not present. Not presently, though. <laughs> Standing by the open window, listening to the rattle of my brain. The 
TV's like a lullaby The veranda lights on low Nothing but the crickets And the creaking of the floorboards And you Breathing deep and slow Yeah, we are. We're um, we're hitting the road uh, in May with um, a, a good mate and a great um, muso um, who's really doing well at the moment, um, Ruby Boots. Um, so we're going to do a joint headline tour sort of up the East Coast, which we're very excited about. Melbourne as well. Can't wait for the Melbourne show. And she's a, is that, that's a she or is it a band? That's a she, yeah. Oh, well, she's got a band, yep. Yeah, um, but yeah, I saw a, year, well, a couple of years ago, Caravan, um, the Caravan Club in, um, in uh, Oakley. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I was at that show too. Then an old country, like six bands in one night sort of thing. That's right. My wife played, played. I might have even played. I think I was playing guitar for Tracy McNeil that night. Yeah, yeah, I was. Talk- I had a quick chat with Tracy that night, so maybe you yeah, were right. The, um, yeah, right. Yeah, they're from WA, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are, but they travel a lot, and she's very, well, she, you know, she's she's been an inspiration to work with because um she's she's one of the hardest working musicians I I know, and um yeah, organising these tour shows has been it's been a an education <laughs> working with with Ruby Beats. She's got an amazing work ethic and um, I just can't wait to, to actually play the shows. Right, now what are the dates? Have you got them worked out yet? Yeah, so we're doing, um, we're doing, let me just think, we're doing Sydney at uh, Newtown Social Club on May 21st and then we fly back to Melbourne the next day and we're going to do the Howler show, um, it's a relatively new venue in Melbourne. Um, called Howl in Brunswick and uh, that's on May 22 um, and then we head off to um, Brisbane next weekend we play the Black Bear Lodge on May 29th and then down to Mullumbimby uh, um, where they have the, the, that fantastic um, music festival that our, um, our record label puts on Vitamin Records Oh yeah, and, um, we're gonna we're gonna play a show on the Sunday in in Mullum. Um so that'll be on the what thirty uh, first. Yeah. And um and then we're still sort of in the process of of organising the regional dates. So those are to be announced, but they're the big ones at the moment. Fantastic. Well, um, we'll make sure we get those on the uh, on the website or get get them oh, great. out there to people to come along. And, Thanks, um, Alfie. What are the what are the future, uh, uh, Luke? You're going to head overseas, or just going to work the Australian um, area for a while? Mm, everyone's trying to push us overseas at the moment, Salty, and it's just a big, it's a big move. And we, um, without saying too much, we we might go over and have a just a you know dip a toe in the water <laughs> this September. Yeah. Um, 
and 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 yeah, we might go over and, and play a couple of shows and, and talk to a few people. But um, I mean, pers- personally, I've always just really wanted to to capture an Australia Australian audience and and um and you know just just have some success at home. Um, I mean, I think that we make so much great music here and 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 um we you know without sounding patriotic which is something I, I certainly don't consider myself to be but I, I just think that um you know it's not always necessary to to feel like you need to go to America before you can really do something worthwhile with with this kind of music I mean we, we make brilliant music here and I think that there's a growing audience for it and I mean you know Guys like Paul Kelly and and um, Neil Finn and and although Neil Finn captured a massive American audience, I suppose, but there are artists here that that um, have made a really you know um, a massive um, influence and had fantastic careers just playing music in Australia. You know, so yeah. I, I guess I'm not really sure yet, Salty. I definitely want to want to. Um, Play some some shows in America, but I'm not I'm not I'm not fully focused on moving over there or anything like that. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, who knows where this stuff takes you? But um, well, that's right. I mean, definitely, if, if opportunity arises, we'll we'll certainly consider whatever those opportunities yeah. uh, might be. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Well, well congratulations uh, to you and the uh, the others in the band. You've done a great job. Uh, Thanks, great and I uh, hope it um, you know gets into all the right uh, places for you. Me too, mate. No, I really appreciate that, and uh, thanks for your support. Yeah, no problem. Well, um, we'll get it online, interview online, and um, uh, we can do our little bit in the in the big wheels at turn. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. That's all any of us can do, really. That's right. Well, look, uh, thanks again, Luke. Really appreciate your time, and uh, good luck with uh, Raised by Eagles. Thanks, uh, Salty, and um, yeah, hopefully I can. Uh, I'll, I'll see you out out there um, on the wheel somewhere, yeah. and uh, I'll shake your hand. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there somewhere. I'm tired of turning over twos and threes. Tired of waking up sore. Tired of feeling like you're gonna leave. I don't wanna feel like that. Yeah, Sunny Dog Blues and Roots talking with uh, Luke Sinclair from Raised by Eagles. About the new album. Yeah, Diamonds in the Bloodstream. It's the last track. Case 4. You get on a raised by eagles.com. You can uh, get the latest news and information, including uh, that tour heading off the 31st of May in Sydney with Ruby Boots.